Dedrick Flynn. <laughs> Dedrick Flynn, welcome to No Worries If Not with Andrew Stanley and Aaron Tuning, your hosts. Thank you for having me. Which you definitely knew when you got here. Yeah, yeah. You walked in and I heard you downstairs. You go, is there someone else here? Is there like, some- Aaron? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, because the, like he did the group text and I didn't have your number. Uh, yeah, I didn't you, have yours. You, you changed your number a lot, just like me. And then the emoji you sent, I thought it, like, it was like a dancing woman. So I didn't know what that meant. So I was like, maybe, I don't know. That's not a you thing. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I could have done the white guy with the mustache. It would have been like, that's Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I did the the generic yellow salsa woman. How do you not have like your own um, like emoji of just you walking into the bathroom with the phone? Dude, I got emojis. <laughs> there was two emojis. It was an app. <laughs> Are you Someone serious? made it, I swear. <laughs> I knew you had like I'll pull it up right now. Gifts. <laughs> I don't know got? if it's still in the app store. I made like 80 bucks from it. Chew emoji? Yeah. Oh, man, did you call home like, mama, we did it. We got the emojis. I mean, that's like better than like a Netflix special to me. I mean, honestly, get your own emojis. Look, I feel what? like. Oh man, I would have definitely knew that was you. Why don't you always send that? I should. It's kind of insane just to reply with a emoji of my face, a little character. No, no, that's yeah. Amazing. But also, who else is going to use it? You don't even need pickup lines. Eighty dollars worth. One hundred sixty people. people downloaded it. I got, I got half. Oh, the man. I don't know. You only got half of it. Yeah. Well, hey, let's stop talking about this, Dedrick. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, some of Dedrick's credits include Cartoon Network, Adult Swim. Yeah, he's got an album he just recorded. Yeah, yeah, that. Uh-huh. I want to ask you about this. Uh, you recorded an album like three years ago. Yeah. Did that one come out? No. Um, so what ended up happening? You keep albums? inviting me to all these album recordings. I'm like, if you don't release one of these, I'm gonna stop showing up. <laughs> no. Well, I also so, didn't go. So. so I was I was going to put it out, and then you know start touring on it. But then uh, one of my homeboys, who's like a bigger comic than me, was like, hold on, don't put that out because I was there and it was like fairly clean, like the little segment. He was like, why don't we try to like get this shopped so somebody else can pay for it and you can get like a video from it? Because he was like, I'm more animated. Like I'm a great, like I'm a great joke writer, but it was like, it's better if he, like people could see you. So when he, he like, like sent it to some people, like the little album part, and they were like, yeah, we just need to see him on camera. To see also what you're talking about, like, this is funny. So then, so I was like, all right, well, I got to do a live taping. And then I was like, okay, I can book all these shows and try to get like a really good video. And then he was like, why don't you just headline Atlanta? You never do it. You always just like bounce into a 10 minute set and then leave. Like you can sell tickets. And I, I forgot because you can definitely sell tickets on the road. I could definitely sell tickets at home. So then I was like, okay, I'll just do a big show, do like a taping and then get my videos from there. And so I mean, it just worked out. Plus, I needed rent money, so that was pretty good. It all came in at the right time. It's good how it's good when it works out like that. And also, you have the you might have the most friends in this city of mm-hmm. anyone I know. Oh, hundred percent. I've never walked into like a restaurant or a bar with you where all of the staff didn't say hi to you. <laughs> <laughs> Not like one of the staff. Like the whole staff of whatever place we go in is like, oh, Dedrick's here. I've, I've worked 
I've worked in a lot of restaurants, um, but I've also never just been a bad guy. Like, it's not really hard <laughs> to like not like like do people wrong. Like, I like I think you have to go out of your way. Like, it's just like if they see me, like I they'll like completely put up with me being crazy and like me just doing outlandish stuff for no reason or me being weird if you just never do anybody wrong so it's just like i just let my weird out so i don't have to be like all right well let me you know text your girlfriend behind your like that doesn't ever come in my head i'm just like can i meow with this person yeah that's all i, that's all I ever care about i was like yeah <laughs> if people are upset with you can you handle it like do you care if people don't like you i do i don't care at all i God, I, I literally don't i I, I literally I have a family because we we didn't have any money growing up, so uh -huh. I'm, I'm still poor. Thirty two consecutive years, never took a day off from being poor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Consistency, so like, baby. But like I do, I'm like I'm rich in family. I have I had great parents. Mm -hmm. um, I had my brothers and sisters. I love all of them. All of it. Like we're always about like community and like so. It's just like I there's nothing anybody can say to me because they were mean to me growing up and they loved me the most. So it was just like, hey, I don't care what you say to like whatever your opinion is, my parents still love me. And as long as they love me and, you know, my friends and family, people I grew up with, like I don't ever change. If they love me, I really just, there's nothing, how are you going to get to me? Yeah. I, mean, I, that's I a healthy have too way to many live. friends anyway. The people that matter, matter, and everybody else, oh well. That's definitely healthy as a comedian because so many of us are like, I need everybody in this room to like me. That's why I do this. <laughs> 100%. It's always that because they forgot why they were there. <laughs> I want the audience to like me. I don't care if comics like me. Comics don't buy tickets. <laughs> comics don't buy merch. Like they just they don't. Like you know, it's not like I'm like if you're recording an album like because we're like actually friends or like like we're friends like I'm like okay, I'll promote your thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm, like but like I'm not if I have anything else to do that day, I'm not coming to your show. You know, like it's just like I'm, I've already done comedy enough like this week. You've done like six hours. Like I don't want to hear a joke through a microphone, so I'm not gonna go do it. But like my friends, I have like nothing going on, and there's like when I when I put it on there, just like they can't wait to show people because I, I, I'm, you know, I'm gonna be high energy. You know, I'm gonna be entertaining. It's gonna be fun. I'm never offending anybody. I don't have to like attack anybody to have fun. So it's just like it's easier to come to my shows because you know it's gonna be an act, and it's just like, oh man, if you want to go see somebody wild, come see Daddy. He's just and then he's showing my Instagram. It's like, oh, this person meows at strangers. I want to see it. Like it's not a very hard thing to sell. He's got a hissing booth. I do have a hissing booth. <laughs> a hissing booth. Can you yeah. tell? Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So I was. I, I feel like I know what it is, kind of, by the name, but tell me. Yeah, so it's like a kissing booth, but it's a hissing booth. Um, and so one day I was, I was like, man, I wanted to make some extra money because I wasn't doing anything. And I was like, all right, dude, I'm just going to set up a hissing booth and then go to, like, the Belt Lines and, like, East Line of Village just set it up. So it was like a dollar a hiss. Basically, a, like, a kissing booth. I had a dollar a hiss, uh, $2 barks because it takes more on the voice. That makes sense. Free dinosaur growls, suggested donation. Um, <laughs> it's a black-owned business. It was during February. Huge. so. You know, it's just like, and but people, you could see, like people, like, oh man, that's super fun. Like it just takes you out of the like the same things you see every day. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, I just want to encourage people to let their weird. I think that's why people are so stressed out is because you won't just bark or do like, because it's not even like regular meows. Like, because because when we first start meowing, we're like, you know, that's just that's right, okay. Yeah. But then you can just like walk into Target. I like to make make eye contact. Somebody and go meow, <laughs> and then just watch them have to do. The mathematics of why I'm allowed yeah, like to be. What? Why is this happening? <laughs> what? Like, I guess What's there's nothing on? wrong with it. Am but... I a main character now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that old English meowing? What is that? 
Do you make people get close, like a kissing goat, like nose to nose, then you meow at them? Um, it or it's whatever they want? It, dep- it depends on the teeth when they look at me, whether I'm letting them get close. Or not. I can it. always tell who like really took COVID seriously. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then people who just like, I don't, if your teeth, I don't know, I just have a weird thing about teeth. Like, I, don't, I, I think brushing your teeth is super cheap. Um, it's not expensive. It's very affordable. We've always had toothpaste, no matter how. Yeah, like we've always like it's like a dollar at Dollar Tree, and two, like you don't have to have to have like the motorized ones. You can just do the man powered ones. Just raw dog it, yeah. Yeah, you can just I, I just so like I don't know that kind of thing is like a weird thing for me. Like, so bad teeth, no up you, close don't, kissing. Don't get close to me. Got it. I you don't it. care about your mouth, so I don't. I don't care what's coming out of you. Don't care what's coming out of your mouth. You don't care what's going in your mouth. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Not, this is a passageway. <laughs> <laughs> this is a passageway. I will change the mic in the middle of. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're, even before COVID, you were like, "Can I get a different mic than this last comment?" Yes, dude. I that, that's why that's why I was so glad I got booked because the, the more you get booked, like the more people actually brush their teeth because they got to smile for their like their photos, you know, when they're, they're selling their first, for <laughs> their, their first their round of headshots. headshots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start doing headshots, you're like, "Ooh, I guess I'm gonna have to." <laughs> yeah, the graph is just consistently going up. The like more you get booked, cleaner yeah, teeth, cleaner you know? teeth, dude. You ever watch a comedian special? And then you're like, oh, they got new teeth since the last one. Oh, 100%. That's how I know you're doing good. Yeah, that's how you know somebody got a good check lately. They're like, who, who did I see recently? It was Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries has got, you watch one of his old specials to the newest one, and you're like, those are not, this, those aren't fixed teeth. Those are new teeth. Dude, rappers are getting them a lot too. Now, like, yeah. some of my, like, like, that's how I know when a rapper's made it. Like, let's say, like, Prince Dre or Future got new teeth. Young Thug definitely got new teeth. Like, if you just watch, and it's just like, oh, yeah, he's doing good. Look at him. He got a new. Top bottom row, Gucci got new teeth. Like I just that's <laughs> even even our buddy Rocky Dale Davis went in Mexico and got him some new teeth. <laughs> he got them discount. He, he, he Why got, would you do discount? Because he's teeth. from Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky and he uh, yeah he he's he's got to go back to get the bottom ones done. He's I want the most expensive. Oh, he, he just, did, did, he just he did, did the top. He didn't they, they do like a he's doing like a pay and fuller. <laughs> he's doing like know. a PayPal pay. We'll have to ask. But, he, but you can get other. cheap teeth in Mexico, so he went down there just for the reason. What are cheap? How much is Cheap teeth. They you just know? they don't come uh, from the same mouth, or is it just like a mix of man? <laughs> like, like <laughs> yes. Listen, you can get a good discount if you don't care if they came from different people. <laughs> he's just buying loose teeth. <laughs> That's it's only like half of them too. It looks like a rake. It's just on Facebook hey. Marketplace. Looking for molar back left. <laughs> would, would, would you rather have half your number of teeth, but they're all perfect, or just have all your teeth, but they look bad? Oh, you can't get to get them fixed ever. Or you're uh, stuck like this. Let's just say at least a year of committing. When you say bad, are you talking about just because crooked teeth? I don't think are mad. Like, yeah. Because my bottom row of crooked, nobody knows, but I yeah. like tr- my overbite is so like. Oh, I've thought, of, I've thought about me. it a lot. Already. You think about your it? Okay, teeth, I'm yeah. sorry. Many walked in here. Many yeah. walked in. He's like, look at that bottom row. <laughs> oh my gosh! Get in line. <laughs> you're, you're talking about like like yellow crumbling. Whatever would make you uh, not want to go after somebody on a comedy show? Those are the teeth you have. <laughs> Half. I, I would <laughs> go half and make up make up stories about a, yeah, an yeah, accident. Yeah. Now would you go every other tooth, or how would you, which teeth? <laughs> no, they got You go every other one, just the top. What no, are you? Definitely, definitely to either do just the top or just the bottom. One of them, like, just the bottom, would be insane. That would <laughs> or just the middle on both, like a gopher, a beaver. <laughs> yeah, just like. We've all had those comedy sets where everything was going right at the beginning, and then yeah. it just falls off at the end. So <laughs> that's just basically what it is. It's like you killed. I've, that has happened before. I killed for thirty minutes. In the last thirty minutes, I should have just should have just left. Yeah, I, yeah, I know that exact feeling. The, uh, but I think back to the teeth thing. I'm not ready to be done with that. Uh, 
I think you'd have to go keep your back ones because that's what you need for chewing. No, you don't. You chew with your front teeth? Yeah. I definitely bite with them. You bite with them. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm... You no, need not, some biters and some chewers. You got the, like... Donkeys the pointy do halfway, yeah. yeah. Donkeys got... The, they only got the front, don't they? I haven't been looking at a bunch of them lately, do but... Do we eat similarly to donkeys? Yeah. No. They, what, are they, what do donkeys eat? Carrots? That can't be their main thing. I think that's a treat. It's just what we hand them. That's just a, that's just a treat they get every once in a while. <laughs> if a donkey's super lucky. I don't think they have like a basket of carrots every morning. <laughs> no, nah, they they just graze. Like they eat like the same thing that like livestock does. That's why like a lot of farmers are using donkeys to like help herd to like keep coyotes and stuff like that because like they've like trained donkeys to like naturally want to fight predators. Yeah, they'll kick them, right? Yeah, they'll, 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 they'll like bite them. They'll like kill them. Now that sounds awesome yeah do you know how people go overboard with their pets they dress them up they do all this stuff braces are there pet braces don't put <laughs> do I put braces on a donkey i gotta go to google for i this. mean it what has about, to have been done there's what some about like a gold grill that, yeah. that is, they had like a grill on a hand. Someone's put a grill on that's a dog. definitely happened i mean i think there's probably been braces there's got to be an orthodontist out there that's just having a tough time, and he's like, "I really gotta branch out. I gotta find a niche, dude." I, and he's like, "What about gerbil braces?" I don't want to see like a bullied tiger. It's a thing. Like, oh, we got gosh. dog braces. Oh my goodness! Uh, while you're pulling the picture, I will say, Anna, when Ozzy was a baby, she read that if you let the dog's baby teeth fall out on their own, then they will grow back. The adult teeth come in crooked, but if you wait until they're about to fall out, then you pull them out. Then they'll grow in straight because it clears the lane. And so she pulled out all of Ozzy's teeth when they were ready. Every night she would check his teeth, and if he had a loose one, she would pull it out. And uh, now he has straighter teeth because of that. Bro, That's what she told that me. That dog's going to grow up confused. Yeah, well, he thinks he's a person. Oh, my gosh, dog braces. Stop. That's edited. <laughs> no, it's real. <laughs> what is that? Stop I mean, that's disgusting. I mean, that is. I mean, that, that's mean because, you know, he's got to lick his own privates and that's going to... Yes, bro. That's where rubber bands... He's going to be... No, bro. It's just like the whole headgear from 1996. Yeah. Yeah. I had headgear. Did y'all have headgear? No. no. I had to sleep in it. It sucked. What kind of headgear? I had rubber... I had, I had braces twice. Oh, somebody didn't the wear their retainers. You had to double back. You had to uh-huh. spin the block again yep. and get some more... Sh- it was ninth grade um, and then I didn't wear my retainer enough because it was headgear. And I can't sleep with that contraption on. And so then my first semester of college, I got braces again and didn't talk to anybody. That's why you got so good at making videos. Exactly. Yeah. Like being the edit case. I will be happy to edit videos this year. See, I'd rather be in college with braces than like 41 with braces. That's true. I haven't seen a lot of people with that. Like that's, that's some... Hey, good for them. When I right? see it, I honestly, I admire it a lot. I'm like, you're willing to suffer now to be happy later. Yeah. And I... Don't think I could do it. I, no, I, it's admirable. I don't, but I got, I got lucky. I got genetics, so we just yeah, th- like a right. lot of my a lot of my family. Well, let's say three of them, three of them have some crazy teeth. Three of them have some interchangeable. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like You're just, not sure just, where they started. Just, just, oh yeah, bro, it like a uh, like a like if you train for football, just going through. <laughs> <laughs> Some good uh, fast twitch muscle. Oh yeah, but like a mosh pit. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dedrick, uh, we actually have a thing on this podcast where we ask our guests to read our ads for us. And I just texted okay. you our ad for this week. Would you mind just kind of reading it and performing it in a way that would make our sponsor happy? 
I got you. Just kind of read it as you go. This is a long one. Yeah, it's a long, but they paid a lot. Oh, they paid a lot. Yeah. If you're like me, you love wings. Spicy, tangy, juicy, dry, wet buffalo, or even some kind of freaky fusion like wasabi blood orange. It's all good. Even though I, Dedrick, I'm not reading that next part. Do not, you're not going to get me to say boneless wings. No, I don't care how much they pay you. <laughs> That's the ops. That's the ops. What does I, it say you're supposed to say? I, I can't. I was like, I've never said like this, um, this sentence, you know? Does it, I'm it's like blasphemous. It says boneless. I just can't say I can't. I've never ordered boneless. I don't know how to say it. Like the back to back. It like, says that you strongly prefer boneless wings to regular bone-in wings. This is for dude, our sponsors can be pissed said, if you don't. Hey, this is how we pay our rent. Come on, yeah, dude, we don't have a hissing booth we can this fall is. back on. <laughs> oh man, Ooh. is there? Do you know how boneless is like a t- like? There's no. Is there a Spanish word for boneless? I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> see, that's what. It means. That's how I know that this was not me. No bono. The proof is in the bones. Like sometimes, you know, I got dyslexia. I don't even want to read it cool no more. That's you can read it regular. Ways. That would be helpful. Oh my gosh! Do you? Do I really have to read this? We really like you too. Who's Who's this for? If you want us to keep our houses, God, do we want you guys to keep your houses? Um, I love just some drums and flats too. That is too. Uh, I do love drums and flats. I don't. I don't understand the debate. I'm bilingual. Um, <laughs> sometimes it feels good to just know you're eating a real animal. The proof is in the bones. But this country has a problem with waste, and as many of you are contributing to the issue of wasteful wing eating technique. To put it simply, y'all are leaving too much meat on those bones. Break the flat apart. Get in there for crying out loud. I know no matter what you say, most of you will continue to leave the delicious more sales of the succulent chicken on your bones. That's why I excited to deliver the recycler wing. Picture a small hair dryer that sucks the meat right off your bones just like a high-powered dust buster. With everyone at your table thinks they are finished with their wings, you say, no, 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 no. Pass me those baskets. Then you run to the recycling wing and all your friends' bones. And eat all of, okay. The device collects all extra poultry. Viola. I don't know what that means. Voila. Voila. Okay. <laughs> Voila Davis. It combines. <laughs> <laughs> Voila Davis. <laughs> it combines into a bread new wing, a bonus thing that combines all the flavors from the table. Nom, nom, nom. Nom, nom, nom. Wrote that with your heart. While it doesn't make them better than boneless, which I honestly believe is the greatest culinary invention since imitation crab. Imitation crab do be slapping though. <laughs> it also implies that the existence of boneless chicken, which is exciting, recycled wing, provides a fantastic alternative to yelling your friends, finish that meat on that bone before you come to this table, or I'm and I'll finish it for you, which is my old solution. Order your device today for 10% off promo code Meat Morsel Mania. Oh, Triple M. And tell them Dedrick sent you. <laughs> Thank you to Recycle Wing. I hate that so much. You think that's good though? Because here's if you, one thing I've known about Dedrick for a long time is that pe- people used to send you pictures of their finished wing, yeah, bone pile, and be like, "Did I do good enough of a job?" Because you will let them know. Oh, yeah, if I, they I, didn't. Raw, honest truth. I, 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 I just think at some point wings aren't for you. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like I could tell, I could tell exactly how many hugs you got growing up based on how much meat is left on your wings. <laughs> 
You know, if you got to leave a lot of people, like, oh, they didn't get hugged a lot. They didn't, they, there's no way. You know, when a, when a parent loves you. The parent left some love on the bone. Oh, yeah. You know, they, you got to eat, get, get it right now, because we don't know when you're going to get it again. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't do wings, and I think about you a lot when, because of that. I, uh, I don't like being messy. And the beard... I don't like being out somewhere and it gets everywhere and I just rub it in. I feel like I got to bathe. Yeah, that's, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what, that's what animals do. How do you know a bear, like, you know, when you see a polar bear and it's got like seal guts all over you. like, that's yeah, yeah, a, yeah. look at him. Yeah. Get in there. Like, not people. Well, yeah, that's just not my vibe. <laughs> the seal guts. No, I want to leave a carcass on my table. <laughs> what is your technique? What do you, how do you, there's different ways to eat it. Are you uh, a one, one bite guy? No. That's that's I I'm never impressed by those videos. Yeah, it's that's not. It's just like what are those videos? Stop playing. They you know eat what I mean? a, like you, a wing with one bite. Yeah, they put it in. They suck out the bone. Like they suck out the meat. Like it's like the first time it happened, I was like, oh, that's that's neat. And then after every time, I'm just like, this is just weak. Like I don't like it's those not, wings aren't cooked correctly. Like, they're just falling off like that. Nah, because they might smoke them and then like flash fry them. So sometimes they don't loosen up. Like, but it's just like this is a delicacy. You know, this is something like, and I know people from Buffalo gonna say they start Buffalo, but we make wings. You know what I mean? Atlanta, I'm from Atlanta, so it's just like that is a that's a delicacy. Like that's you gotta go to the hood gas station and then go to Ray Ray's, and that dude is like usually like playing spades outside, and he walks into like his camper and he fries and like that, like that's the wings. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like I, if that dude's been sitting outside his gas station for 12 years, I'm not gonna disrespect him by like, look what I could do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you wouldn't do that to Gordon Ramsay, like, look how fast I can eat this risotto. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's like, don't disrespect, don't disrespect the wings. Go to a nice restaurant and just eat as fast as you yeah, can. Yes, as I can. Be like, did you like that? It's like, we really. Ding, 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 ding. Like, Gordon Ramsay's gonna be like, I've been waiting my whole life for somebody not to taste it and savor it. <laughs> I'm so glad I woke up at six o'clock this morning and, I, and I'm closing the, the restaurant at one to come do it again. Like, no, just like, you know, take your time. Let that yeah. range. Don't eat a wing there. like you're tossing back an oyster. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, don't, don't just, that's what I'm saying. Like, you gotta have respect. Yeah. You know, I think that's just don't disrespect the wings not at any point. What is your last meal? If if you were dying tomorrow, would it be wings? No. No, it would. Um... <sighs> That's a big question. Andrew, yeah, what's yours either, too? Either ribs or seafood. That's my. I yeah. love seafood. I just can't afford it. You know what I mean? So you can't just say a whole genre though. Like what? Imitation yeah, crab? Yeah, I can't. Realize? <laughs> imitation <laughs> crab. I don't, I don't use the imitation crab if I'm doing like a. Um, like a kale fried rice, I'll put the imitation crab on there. All right. Or if I'm doing like a certain kind of ramen, I just want to toss the crab in there because, you know, I need you like those big packs. But I, I mean, because my mom, my mom's from Louisiana, so mm. it's really just depends. Like, I'm a, I'm, I mean, of course, I love gumbo, especially like fried green tomatoes. But I mean, anything Cajun, a little spicy. Around. Yeah, I love it. Georgia shrimp my favorite shrimp I, it's just i just want to go at it like when i go to seafood but i get seafood like I, I get the oysters i get the clams i get the mussels yeah I yeah it. i oh. go i go zen i go but that's saying like i can only i can't talk about that a lot because that's a rare occurrence for me to go ahead <laughs> right. you know it's usually tax season or my birthday that i get to do that <laughs> <laughs> like it's not it's, it's not an ongoing thing but like you'll know when i make it that's exactly what i'm gonna do yeah. like, i'm gonna talk about seafood way more yeah <laughs> move to the coast right I think my death row meal I would do like lobster because it takes the longest to eat. Like your lobster tail, yeah. Because I'd be mac like, and you, can't, you can't execute me yet because it's taken me a long time to get the meat out of this lobster, <laughs> and I'm not good at it, so it's going to take me a while. 
So I'll be like, st- I'll be like stalling. It. I don't know if they would. I'll be like, wait, there's more. I gotta, I gotta get in that. I, I think no. Nah, I think you gotta mess up. They can like take because like I mean, so, at some point, somebody's at the clock out, and if you you know what I'm saying, you run up to overtime. Yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna tell the victim's family just to hold yeah, tight. Yeah, yeah, hold tight, bro. There's it's, a little more meat in there. Now y'all know how Andrew gets. <laughs> <laughs> you got some meat left in the tail. Why don't they? Uh, I feel like there's a efficiency they could use with the whole. <laughs> You know, I think they should just poison the last meal, and that's how they kill you. Oh, because that way they happy? don't even have to execute you. They just poison the last meal. It combines Ooh, those two so things. Pretty dark. What, what, so then that would do is cause a wild case of a lot of people getting arrested because the first chef to be like, "Oh, I know how to yeah. make it disappear." <laughs> <you know? laughs> so you're you're overqualified to cook the poisonous food. <laughs> yes. You got a body count. He's like he's like wait he's using he's going to use rattlesnake venom and avocado oil. What a what a rookie mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta call Gordon Ramsay and to come cook my poisonous last meal. She's like, no, we got the poison food experts. Like, like well, that guy probably should be getting executed. Don't think you just leave and trying to leave a review from a dead inmate. I would just leave a one star, <laughs> no matter how good it was, <laughs> just to get that dude fired. Yelp review. This was my last meal. You know, <laughs> one out of one star, not good. Just like, do not look for fault. Like that'd be that'd be a good. That, it, wasn't, it wasn't good, but it might be because I was pretty distracted. I would just put something silly just because it's me. Just like this food was to die for. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> uh, Zing. I'd be a hibachi guy. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's tough to go wrong with hibachi. Yeah. Do you say hibachi? Hibachi. What do you say? Hibachi. Yeah. Hibachi. What do I just say? I said hibachi. You said hibachi. Is that right? Yeah. It's probably hibachi. No. I say hibachi, but I feel H-I? like if you went to is hibachi. Hibachi. That's H A. Japanese, right? Is hibachi? Yeah. I feel like if you went to Japan, they would be like, hibache. And you'd be like, oh, we've been saying it you wrong. You just said, you said, um, like, I've been to Japan. You just, okay. you just huh? tortilla really is that, that word. That's what you did. You just said tortilla. It is huh. Uh, <laughs> it is huh. <laughs> no. It's just tortilla. Yeah, that let's, word. All, let's all go get in the huh. Ford and we're going to go get some hibachi. Also, I really hibachi. loved it during the ad read when you, instead of morsel, you said morsel. Oh, morsel, yeah. I'm going to start <laughs> saying morsel. Yeah. I, don't worry. I love pronouncing things the wrong way, but I do want to say that was definitely on accident. I'm not a, I mean, you ask people I do voiceovers for if I'm great at reading. Like, <laughs> I'm not. Like, just like just let him off the cup for a second. He'll, he'll come. The back voice quick. is good. The words not so much. You were yeah, doing yeah. great until we we made you say that you prefer boneless wings. Yeah, and yeah. I hated that. You kind of took the flavor right out. Like my mouth got dry saying that because that's how you know it's a lie. Like that's what they used to do in like the seals. Like they would put like they would, like I think it's like a Chinese like a war method. They would have you come tell a story and then you had to put rice in your mouth and if you couldn't spit it out, they know your mouth naturally gets dry from lying so if you see somebody who has to keep drinking water liar what yeah that's really that real good. yeah well wow. i'm gonna start trying that next time i think somebody's lying i'm gonna be like let me see you, your mouth would you mind saying it again yeah. after yeah put that rice crispy trees in your mouth let it hold it's like if they can't do it they're lying yeah they get because it's like a nervous thing that's how we won the cold war mouth, mouth swabs yeah mouth swabs i think i heard this that's- <laughs> Are you uh, vaccinated here? Intel- Take this rice. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they have that at your sister's uh, yeah. wedding? Yeah, just like, hey, right. are you vaccinated here? Take this rice. Yeah. <laughs> just spit it out. You keep this rice in your mouth. Is spitting rice out hard if your mouth's dry? Yeah. Is it, cooked, it. is it cooked rice or is it like, like uncooked no, rice? Like sticky? Uncooked rice. Yeah. Uncooked like the thing rice. you put your phone in when you drop it it's in dry. the ocean. Because it pulls all the moisture out, yeah. which is what it 
does for the phone. Got it. That's why the birds explode when they eat the rice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. He don't go to your shows. I've, yeah. I've seen the bit. I've seen the bit. <laughs> he did. He yeah. forgot all about it. He's like, I saw it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we're like, hey, uh, you have to wait. We've been waiting. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got it. Yeah. We know. I yeah. Sorry, time. I've done my jokes more than once. <laughs> <laughs> We are. T- <laughs> no, you're, you're you're hilarious. No, dude. The other night, uh, Dedrick came and did the shows at Nofo two nights ago and uh, closed both of the shows and destroyed. The first show he did all material. The second show he did all crowd work <laughs> and just made all these older women in coming Georgia fall in love with him. Yeah, that's what I. That's all I come out here for. I'm a sex symbol. I'm a chubby sex symbol. That's all. That's all I ever. Like, that's, that's all. What, what happened there with the the crowd work? I just sometimes I'm, I'm 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 blessed enough that I did all my bad crowd work a long time ago because it's just like so now I get to see that so now everybody gets to see me do like do great at it and that's because sometimes you go to a show and they aren't there for you and so it's kind of like it's just like they like like you'll sometimes you'll know it like sometimes I'll go. And if I'm featuring for somebody on the road, sometimes I'm like, all right, let me get some of these audience members like paying attention and like kind of train them to do that. Cause sometimes like they'll, they'll be a little bit talkative. So if I can yeah. like cut that out and like direct my energy like back to me and then in my set, like just comedy, then they'll pay attention for like my friend that's headlining or something like that. But um, I mean, I, I host a lot of shows and stuff like, so it's like, I know exactly what I'm doing. I, it makes it look like it's on the cup, but I, I've already written out seven answers for every question that I ask on stage. Mm. But like, I mean, this is seven and a half years. So it's like, I'll know, I know exactly what you're going to say and how it's going to lead into a joke. Like no matter what your answer is, like you can't throw me off. Like I'm always ready for it. So like, it's, that's the only way to do it. It's like, you have to be overprepared for crowd work. Cause if not, you'll go on a tangent if you don't have a way to come back. So I might start off on one thing, but I know how to hit here and just come to this joke. And like I said, sometimes they're just not there to hear you yeah that's a great point some people some people though like oh this is i want to hear what this dude has to say and then sometimes they're just like this just better be funny and sometimes just like okay well they just want to kind of have a conversation let's just have fun yeah so because i I mean i never come into i'm just like i never have a set list like i kind of know the two jokes that i want to do that day and then after that like because i'm like like experience that joke because it might like another topic might pop up or another punchline and like i get to try it so i never really like oh i have to do this i mean unless you're recording an album like okay i have to practice right. these bits but if i'm not doing that i've already driven 55 minutes let's have fun and they they, they weren't trying to hear no jokes they just wanted to have that was yeah that was fun that's such a pro mindset like it's not about just crushing every time it's about like serving the yeah. show you're an entertainer. That's yeah. That's when when you start selling a product, like you're you're an entertainer. If it's free, then then you're just you're, we can do comic stuff. You can do whatever you want. But it's the same thing when like bookers book you, they book whatever they booked you for. That's what they expect they expect to be doing. So a lot of people like like you like especially when I first started, somebody would come and they're like, hey, I really like that 1920s joke. That's them saying, I want to see the 1920s joke tonight. Yeah. Like that's that's all they're saying, and so it's just like okay, well I'll do that, so I can get booked again, and when I get booked the second time, then I can like slowly start trying to add stuff on and show you the showcase. But like some people, like they brought their friends out just to hear that joke. Sometimes, like uh, when I was in Savannah, somebody was just like giraffe, giraffe, and I was like I had no idea 
that they had seen my earlier stuff. Oh, so they were that like, was a request. Yeah, they were like, I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, yeah all right, let's do it. You bought tickets. I don't care. Just keep buying tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to keep, so I got to keep doing that until I could like, all right, guys, I'm, now that I made money, I'm better than you. So now nobody, no cell phones, no, I only want people to wear slides, no shoes in my show. Everybody's got to wear purple. Like, <laughs> specific type of shoes you make your audience wear. Oh, yeah, I'm doing it. I love it. I'm doing it. Get like, to the point where you're eating seafood every night and making your audience wear special shoes. Bro, I just, because I, I don't know how to do that arrogant stuff. Like, I don't know how to be like, oh, you no, no, nobody's cooler than me. I'm the greatest. Like, I can't do that. You're the comedian that's not sure how to be, like, high maintenance, but you want to be. So you're just coming oh, yeah, up I with random be. things. I can't. I don't like, even when I'm on set, like, I've, like, I dated this makeup artist for about six months. And the best thing was that she never stopped working. So, like, <laughs> She would like, we would just be out and then she'd just like take a towel because you know, you can't sweat on the thing. She's always like dabbing. I'm just like, thank you, baby. You know, <laughs> <laughs> she's just dabbing your face. Yeah, just dabbing my face. I'm just like, and they're just like, oh man, she cares. I was like, nah, but she's just at work right now. She don't have to turn it off. That's her automatic reflex. Like, if it's former, she's just like, let, yeah. me, let me do I mean, it. I'd eat wings if I was dating someone that would wipe my face. Oh, yeah. She's yeah, broke. that's perfect combo. Is she 100%. single now? Do you know? Yeah, yeah. She made sure of it. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that, that'd be good for her dating profiles. Like, yeah. we'll wipe your face after eating wings. Yeah, we'll wipe whatever, honestly. Yeah. After six months, fair game. Fair, you know, she she did a trial run, and I'm not mad at her for it. She yeah. Did, she, yeah. You know, don't don't lock into this. This is not... <laughs> what is your crowd work? My crowd work? I've been... Situation now. Working on it a lot more this year, probably for the first time, but... um. It's kind of the same as Dedrick, where you, I think the best way to start out doing crowd work if it's not natural to you is to have some built-in questions that you maybe ask the crowd, and like Dedrick say, you kind of know the common answers you get and then have places to go from there. But then also, sometimes people give you an answer out of left field, and then it's fun to run with it and see where you can take it. And, and the, you know yeah. this, you get rewarded big time if it pays off, because the audience, they know they're, they're going to hear you tell jokes that you've written before. But when you do something in the room that was yeah. clearly just created just now, just for them, there's like a whole nother level of enjoyment that they get from it. And you can tell you get a bigger laugh. A lot of times if you have good crowd work in your set, it'll, the laughs will be bigger than they were after your best joke. Yeah. Because it's so in the moment and they know it is. So it's something I'm trying to work on, but it's definitely not as natural. Yeah. The hardest I've ever laughed at a show was, I mean, seven years ago now, Crystalia, <clears throat> whatever, but uh, Snowpocalypse. That uh-huh. had just happened. It was like a week after. Yeah. And the first 20 minutes, he just riffed on it. And it was that feeling of like, oh, this is for us. Yeah. This will never happen again. And everyone is just dying. Yeah. It was the best like I've that. ever seen anyone do crowd work. Well, that's amazing. He did 20 minutes. One time, I remember remember when the bridge collapsed here in Atlanta, uh-huh. like yeah. five years ago. I would, went and saw Jerry Seinfeld like right after that. And he just came out on stage and he goes, Atlanta, how's y'all's bridges doing? <laughs> And it got the biggest, it was like not even a joke. Yeah. It was just like an acknowledgement of, I heard about y'all's bridge collapse and it killed. And then he just went on to the next thing. But even just a little thing like that where you're like, hey, something just for you. All right. Back to my act. It's, it's like, kind of rude he didn't do this. Do you ever notice <laughs> the bridge collapse? you ever notice the bridge you're under is falling? <laughs> he just puts the mic up and just leaves. What's the deal with <laughs> What's the deal with civic <laughs> infrastructure? <laughs> Oh yes. Um, oh gosh. I think one of the weirdest shows I've ever done was probably a year and a half into stand up, and I invited you to go with me. 
and you did. <laughs> we did. And it was in a small town in Alabama for a church, and it was the church's widow ministry. <laughs> so Dedrick and I went out to, I believe, Phoenix, Phoenix Alabama, Alabama yeah. Phoenix City, and performed for about 55 widows. What? Yes. You had to be a widow? Only yeah. widows were invited. Yeah, widows only. Yeah, and it was all women and one dude who was like, I'm a widow. Men can be widows too. Yeah, yeah it were, checks out. And dude, he, he was did. popular. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, okay, a lot of questions. Yeah. yeah What's yeah. the organization here? It's a church that has its own. Oh, it's just a widow support They got group so many widows at this place. They're like, we need our own yeah, programming some, for them. Bring some comics in. Yeah. You know? And they're like, you know what these widows would probably like? Some young comedians talking about... I bet there was a woman there that killed her husband so she could go to see y'all. 100%. You know? Yeah. She told us. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> makes sense. Such an exclusive event. I had to... You know, he was going anyway. All my friends are going. Yeah. Do you still have that picture? Oh, yeah. I have a picture of... They would want to take a picture with the two of us after the show, and it's me and Dedrick and about 12... Weeping women. Old women. <laughs> like, who loved it. They loved him so I, much. I remember seeing that. Y'all are on like yeah. the ends of it. Yeah. yeah. We posted it and didn't tell anybody. Like there was no context. Like yeah. there was no caption. I think you just made it your like a uh, cover photo on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say anything about it. And somebody was like, yo, I need to know what's happening here. And I, I just could put, I was like, I'll explain later. And I never told anybody what was going on. I want to see it. It's <laughs> so good. Uh, I'll find it. <laughs> We'll post it with this episode on the Instagram <laughs> so people can enjoy it. I remember what I was wearing that day. I had on white Harajis. I had a uh, white and blue striped guest shirt. Uh, like dad, like wash jeans. Scroll. There's a few zoom. They in. are so old. They're the old. I mean, like honestly, Golden Girls. This was five, five years ago. I yeah. doubt that many of them are around anymore. Yeah. yeah. There's. <laughs> well, they call me silver. Sil- they call me like a silver hunter or something like that. The silver savage. That's what I friends didn't... call me. <laughs> They called you a silver savage. Yeah, the silver savage. Zoom ins. You see the dude? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. One of them. They, the guys like talk, trying to talk to me. Like, <laughs> yeah, my wife's actually not even dead, but they don't check. They don't check here. I'm not gonna lie. I was. And you I were clean. It was. You know. Yeah. It was great. It's. I think it's always surprises people. Like it's was like, oh man, did you get you clean? It's like, yeah, dude. I have to. Like you have. But I was also raised in a church. Well, yeah, a church well, I remember you're talking about your grandmother. Like spanking you. Yeah. And it was hilarious. Recently. It was like, like, she does not, uh, my African Southern family does not do well with tattoos. And like, there's like, because they're like, they're like, I think a lot of people, they like Southern Baptists are strict. I don't think you've ever met like an African just Christian. Like, there's no like denomination. It's just like, why? I don't understand. Why you have the tattoo? Why you do that? And they just like, <laughs> like hit you. Like, they don't, you're always a baby in their eye. They can be like 60, like, you do not tattoo Nana that way. It's like, that's it. It's just Nana. I have no idea what her name is. <laughs> no never, idea. Never known. Never, never, it's not coming up. And like, no one's ever about it. And I just mind my own business. Like I like we have we have an Auntie Joan. We don't ever know if she's our cousin. We don't know if she's just Auntie Joan, and that's it. And if you if you ever said like just you don't even Joan, know how you're related, bro. I, I, I bro, I don't ask questions. I don't. My parents we weren't allowed to ask questions when I was growing up. It was just that's just what it is. And if you ask questions, they'd hit you. Like my parents, because but now that I work a lot of jobs, I could never like I don't want to hear the word why when I get home. 
<laughs> you kind of get it now. Yeah, my parents were like, "Go vacuum the ceiling." <laughs> 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 okay, and just I'm going, I'm going over there. I just right. believe it. Whatever I guess my I'll parents figure told it me, out. that's just law. That's, I don't. I never asked my mom a single question until like like recently, and I still get like she was just be like she was like I don't know, or she'd be like that's just it. Like she just says things that are law. So like my parents told me like oh you can't drive with the light on in the car. Uh-huh. It's because it's illegal. You just believe that. I'm we, pretty sure I've got told that too. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 we couldn't celebrate Halloween because it was the devil's birthday. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> there is a devil's holiday. It's like, it kind of is. Your birthday. Okay. That's not verified. Like, yeah. You're just not invited yeah, to that the birthday. The devil was born. <laughs> it's just like, yo, I mean, you could do that birthday. Like, don't give me a Halloween super cool, but there's a birthday coming up that yeah, you're yeah. going to really want to go to that party, but you can't. Would you guys do Halloween alternatives? No. One of our favorite stories, we had Carter Deems on. <laughs> in his church, they, instead of Halloween, they, at their church, they did a hell house. Have you heard of that? I have heard of those. I've, they Where they scare you into Christianity? Uh-huh. Yeah, so like you walk the rapture. It's a haunted house, but it's all themed like your sin will take you to hell. <laughs> and so there's like... The the first scene you walk in the first room he said it's like the football player with the cheerleaders but then the next room is like one of the cheerleaders is pregnant from the football player and then like eventually they like kill themselves at the end or something. Boy, I think he drinks and then drives his car like a car crash yeah. situation. Yeah, and then Carter uh, pooped his pants because he was while he was playing a football well, I mean, player. Carter, Carter is a soft individual. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's my boy. Like I love uh-huh. him. He seems a little fragile. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, my he, favorite. He's like he's a him and he's a, awesome. a Chris Nikitas. Those are the softest comics. <laughs> They're my favorite. They're like Chris. Chris Nikitas is one of my best friends in the entire world. That is like you should hear him in traffic. Like he's just the nicest, impatient yeah. dude in the world. They must be in a rush. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just like. He was like, well, if I could just, if you could just get out of my way, that would be delightful. Like, that's yeah, yeah. He's like, they can't hear you. That's why he's a good lawyer, you know? He he's always lawyer. phrasing things well. That yeah. is fun. There's the people that are one good heckle away from just quitting forever. Yeah. Like, it's possible to hurt them so much that it's over. Sometimes you know I'm like, mean? please heckle them, because it would be great <laughs> if they were done forever. Uh, uh, but it's funny, Chris and Carter are both lawyers. Maybe there's something to that. Oh. I mean, yeah. This, I mean, when you have a backup career... The thing that's, the that's true. You don't we need this. We didn't get good degrees. Yeah, me and you didn't get those degrees. Where it's just like that's it. Like you know, I remember the entire time you had an office job, you hated every single second of it. Like, um, yes, probably every most of the seconds. There was a chili cook-off one day that was kind of fun. Oh, why did? Yeah, I mean, you got to stick. Yeah, <laughs> but... a chili cook-off. <laughs> like that, that's that's like a like especially I love like when you find out like a comics like a secret like. When I found out, like, Anthony Driver has, like, an engineering degree. Like, that's just, like, like there's just I like figuring out that kind of thing about somebody. It's like, you've been hiding this the whole time. It's so weird. I was talking about this with somebody the other night at Limerick where it was just like, do you know any of our comedian friends do during the day? Like, none of us even, <laughs> we never even care to ask each other that. Because it's just like, yeah, we don't, it doesn't matter. No, keep work at work. Yeah. Keep yeah, work don't, at work. Don't, don't, don't bring that here. We just we, see each other after 6.30. And what happens before then is none of anybody's business. Well, the, the audience doesn't care. It just no. That's I. I mean, that's that's why I think a lot of people don't understand that you have to have a character to get into when you come into like 
a stand-up thing. Like, it's just, like, bef- whatever happened before then, like, no one cares that, like, I worked a double. My, like, my dad was dying. Like, I took an Uber to get here. The Uber didn't have AC. I'm baby wiping, changing down. It's like, nobody, nobody cares. They're just like, I came here to see comedy. Like, it's not, like, they, they don't care what's going on in your life. But as soon as you touch that mic, you're expected to be this thing. The booker's expecting you. The bartender's expecting you. Like, the people who bought tickets. Like, no one cares what happened to you before. Yeah. That's why it's better just sometimes to disappear for a while when something happens. Like, if you ever notice, like, a lot of comics just kind of, like, turn back into themselves. And then they'll come out. And then, like, all right, so the mm-hmm. next six months we're doing this. Or, like, I took a year break. It's going to be real hard to be funny. If you have a lot of things going on, but I was because people don't care. No one's gonna be I'm like, I'm gonna tell a bad joke and then I'm like, you don't guys understand my dad died. They're gonna be like, You still suck. <laughs> yeah, so, like, yeah. Oh, then now we're gonna laugh. The more. wrong, like, well, the wrong should have given died. us a discount on tickets then. <laughs> they don't care about that. They got babysitters. Just Did you say the wrong Flynn died? Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they yell. You probably killed yourself to see you not bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Audiences are so kind. Uh, I have heard people say, you know, don't talk about your day job on stage because it delegitimizes your role there because they want to look at you as a comedian. They don't want to, the audience doesn't want to look at you as a guy that does this as a hobby. But also some of my favorite jokes from our friends are about their day job mm-hmm. sometimes because it's so relatable. So there is like a balance of like letting them know, hey, this is what I do, but also I drive Uber or whatever. Who, who said that? I don't remember. Because that's that's the worst advice I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> hey, whatever you don't talk about yourself, they don't want to hear. I know. It's like, well, you don't want to hear about, yeah. What else am I going to talk about if not what I'm doing? Yeah. It's just like, well, don't talk about being a kid because the audience needs to see you as an adult. <laughs> 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 don't, they, they might get confused and think you're a child. They, just all these adults out here just being like, wait, so you're telling me this dude also has a job. Yeah. What? Right. <laughs> what? He and works? And he performs at breweries? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that'd be enough. That paid ten dollars a ticket. Is that enough. not enough for him to quit them, his job? I saw them giving him free beer earlier. You're yeah. telling me he has to have another job? <laughs> you know the dude that when I told somebody I was gonna go see, they said I've never heard of him. That guy doesn't, you know, just tour the like no, bro. Every, of course you're porn. That's nobody wants. <laughs> that, that just doesn't happen. Nobody wants to hear that. The only time people want to stop listening to you is when you have too much money. Like, it's just like people just stop here because it's like we don't get your struggles. Like, uh, you better start having kids. You better start doing some dad yeah. jobs. It's like, yeah. that's about, you better start talking you know, about your family. Find another way to be relatable because yeah. economically you're no longer are. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. not our tar- target demographic. Like, just keep that. Like, I think, like, really, like, Kevin Hart is like one of the only like, comments is like, who is big and flashy, but then his, like, his stories are so good that people just keep, like, buying into. Because usually once you start making that much money, like, I mean, Chris Rock takes off like five years before he comes back and does another special because it's like something has to happen there has to be a story there's got to be like a big political thing that i could just drop right now because it's just like you can't tell me you're still getting like inspired by anything when you have m's in your bank account like it's just gonna like you're not gonna wake up the same you're not gonna be like oh i need to go i need to go fight focus i need to go on the road like i'm not gonna like i, I guarantee once i make enough i'm gonna be done doing it until I stop making money, and then I'm like, I better get on the road again. <laughs> you got to lose all your money to be good again. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm not gonna. What am I yelling about? Once I, <laughs> I think I'm not gonna get in an argument after I make like like. There's nothing like if I have a million dollar house, there should not be an argument in a million dollar house. 
You guys need to buy. <laughs> you guys need to rent something, just and then like, go argue in there. Like Bill Burr's so rich. Why is he still so angry? It's like, bro, because he's but he's got real problem. He's got a, he's a ginger, so the sun is not really true. Like, oh, he's true, <laughs> and he's from Boston, so they're all, they're just naturally upset about everything that ever happens. It's like he's just mad. People exist, and I get it. I have the same kind of jokes. It's just like I, all they were doing. You still find a way to be angry oh, no matter yeah. what. Oh, bro, I'm, that. I'm that petty. The, uh, did you guys watch Ellen's special? I was about to like, bring that up. You were? The yeah. most unrelatable thing no. in the world. Well, but she leans into it. She leans into it, and it was interesting because you could tell she was like, I'm not going to pretend that I'm not this extremely wealthy celebrity now. But she started out when she was you know, a struggling comic like everybody else. Yeah. But I remember watching, it probably came out in like 2018 or something, and the first half of it I loved, and then the second half, I don't remember why, but it kind of faded off. But she was just like... Kind of poking fun at herself for being rich, and it's the first time I've really seen it kind of work, where I thought those jokes were actually good. But it's hard. It's hard to be like I'm rich, but still relate to me and laugh. Because you don't. But also, like they, I think certain people are just like who you have around you. So it's like they're. If she's not around like people, you have no idea what people are talking about. Yeah. So it's just it's a lot of times like if you see like comics that do well in like Atlanta and then when it's time to like go out and tour, like they bomb. It's because they haven't spent time talking to these people. Like you're not and until you have conversations with these people and see what they're talking about and then see like, okay, this is how I relate to people. This is how I can add this part into my joke instead of me just writing this one thing and thinking it's funny. But you gotta write it for like everybody. So unless you spend time around those people, which I think that's why a lot of like Southern culture is so easily blended, is because like there is every kind of ethnicity, even though people have lied about it. Like they're just the like, oh well it's just like if you go to Alabama like Alabama's pretty diverse. Like it's they have have like major cities where there's like black people like and latino people and asian people like they like so people who grow up with all those people together like it's not hard for me to go and talk to anybody because i've already been around those people like the worst shows for me are like people with money like i don't know what you talk about i don't know i don't know what you guys find funny like i have no idea like i'm just like nothing relates it's just like all right well i gotta figure out something like you know what i mean like and sometimes it's just like until you start getting more and more comfortable being around those kind of people you can't do it so if she's sitting around millionaires and billionaires like like i said they don't argue what do they talk about what he's just like so the other day i made a giant investment yeah i actually <laughs> invested too much in this no, and then, but we hedged it with this so it was fine yeah you you lost me i have no idea what you're talking about i wish we done a call or a put am i right <laughs> i had a friend tell me she was like yeah my parents are cutting me off the wheel and i was like I, i'm here for you i'm on your side i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> i don't know i don't know anybody black with a wheel did you feel a big difference because you just did a bunch of sold out like country club shows yeah do you feel a big difference between that and laughing school um yes but also i think it helps when you're talking about yourself it it helps because you're not saying right yeah you're not trying to like get them to be like we all experience this right it's more like listen to what happened to me or listen what i'm going through and then that pulls them in it's like they're watching and getting told a story which which helps and that's a lot of what i do which i think helps with that problem of going from you know on the scale of unrelatable to relatable based on what crowd you're in front of i think the more you can focus on yourself the more it helps with that but the sold out country club shows at the beginning you kind of just like address it and then if you almost with anything in comedy if there's something that you're feeling tension about or worried about if you address it in a funny way at the beginning it almost removes that barrier and it doesn't always happen that way but for something like that where they want to see comedy anyway 
and you just kind of get that little piece out of the way, then I feel like that helps. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, get out. I mean, there's different, like, tricks you can do, too. Like, I try to tell comics, like, when you, the moment you come in the room, just go ahead and be setting the character. If you're, like, you know, so, like, when I walk in, and which is why, like, sometimes when we, like, go out, like, everybody knows, because, like, I might have just did one show in that bar, but when I walk in, I'm dapping up people, like, I'm hugging people, I go to the, you know, I over tip at the bar, because it's, like, I want to be the fun partier dude on stage. Yeah. Even though, like, I'm upset, like, you still want to be, like, that guy. So, like, sometimes I'll, like, I'll watch how the comic before goes and said like he comic come up there and like just not at the host. I might grab the host, dap him up, and then you know sit a drink down and then grab them. So I've already you already know who I am from the energy, and you already know who I am before I even say anything. Yeah. Sometimes I might come up and say like a silly voice like what's up y'all, and then everybody's just like now you're in my timing. Now I now I can put you in. Now you can understand me. But it's just it's just how you set it up. You know I, I know a lot of comments like. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Like, you know, there's different ways to do it. There's funner ways that you can go ahead and get that across without being like, I know what you guys are thinking. <laughs> Did Charles Gambino and have a baby? Like, I hate that. It's such a good point because you're saying, because comics, when they go on stage, especially in like a showcase where it's a lot of comedians, they're like, all right, my first minute, I got to like introduce myself to this crowd so they know what to expect for the rest of my set. But you kind of almost do it non-verbally better yeah. than anyone I've seen because... Like you said, even before the show, people are seeing you and they kind of get a feel for your energy and then you go on stage and the, you maybe more than most comedians I know, before you even say anything, people are already smiling. Yeah. And they kind of, are, you don't even have to tell that, I know what I look like joke because they're like, we already kind of get you before you even are getting into your material. Yeah, I dress loud. Sometimes I'm wearing like slides when I walk in. I might come in with a Hawaiian shirt. Like, you know what I mean? These glasses, like, it's just like, there's certain things you don't have to say. Like, I already know, because, like, I made a character. If you, I mean, everybody in here screenwrite. I know you screenwrite a lot. When you're doing, like, your videos, you know exactly what you want the other person that's not you to dress like. Mm -hmm. So if people did that more, I think sometimes you, like, have less writer's block. Because then sometimes people end up giving you, like, if, like when I first started comedy, I didn't have, like, a, I wasn't know what my character was. I know I was trying something, but I didn't. So sometimes, like, when comics say they don't talk to the audience because they give bad suggestions. No, they're giving you a great suggestion. You just don't know it's for your character. It's like, oh, man, it'd be funny if somebody ever said this. Like, people call me all the time. It's like, can you make a joke about me and all my animals being on the same cycle? Like, you know, like any other comments, like, that's so stupid. But in my brain, I'm like, why did they want that for my character? Oh, because I say wild things all the time. And I go off on tangents that make no sense. It's like, okay, yeah. So they like that kind of energy from me. So then I could figure out why they told me that. Now I already have like this extra bit. So it's just, it's just really like how you receive information. Because if you can't take everything personally. So it's just like, hey, my, that audience didn't like that character. Yeah. That's it. It never hurts me personally if I go to a show and they don't like what I'm doing. So like you didn't like this character. I, this wasn't written for you. Yeah. That's huge. I've never once thought about walking in a room and kind of setting the tone and getting into it. That's brilliant. Yeah, man. That's... Yeah, I th I'm trying to imagine, I'm trying to think what would I do if I was like, my goal for tonight you is to let it. these people know. <laughs> I do it by like being so unsure what to do. They're like, that guy seems unsure. And uh -huh. that's kind of my whole Well, you do shift a, <laughs> shift a lot. Shift a lot? Yeah, you like shift your weight a lot and you're just kind of like in your phone and you feel like, hey, yeah. can I get into like, just like a beard? I did see you getting those um those fancy whiskey drinks. Oh, the, yeah. At the uh, at NoFo now, they, do, they have their own... Uh, like rye that they make and well, they do an old fashioned with the smoke. You ever have it where they like toast it? Yeah. And then there's like the smoke that's blow, coming out blow of it. Blowtorch? Yeah. So yeah. pretty much I get one of those every time we're there. Well, it's I think the, the homeschooling bit too is just 
you don't really have to have an intro for it. You well, think, you know, it's well, just like just homeschool. So as soon as yeah. you say that, like it's just. And I've talked about homeschool since. I mean, my first time on stage, I talked about it. All the jokes are different, but it did. It is one of those things you that instead of letting the audience know who I am by what I'm wearing or how I'm acting, it's more yeah. of a, like. It's, there's something big like that where if you let the audience know, like, I'm uncomfortable because I'm homeschooled or whatever, like, that tells them a lot. That tells yeah. them I'm probably religious. That tells them I'm probably introverted. Tells, I mean, there's a lot of information that comes from one fact. So that's mm. why I always liked opening with that. Yeah, that's a, that's a great... I mean, you you do a very good job of painting, of saying, like, these things are also funny to me about, like, just, like you do the perfect kind of writing style where you're just like... I'm going to go ahead and say what you're already thinking so that way I can make my point right after that. So a lot of your bits are just being like, oh, here's a very obvious thing. I'm already saying that joke so you can get that joke already out of your head about what you're going to make fun of me of. But now here's a funnier point about what it is. So like you've only seen like this and then here's the real layer. So a lot of his jokes are like, he has like a double punch formation. Like does So he might just be like, uh, you know, just like, when he gets like the arm run over and it's just like his dad is just like was well, it bleeding he's just like just he's just like no i had my sweatshirt on like i should go see a doctor yeah whatever <laughs> <laughs> we should you know like it's just like he's already painted what you already thought his dad would say like you already know exactly what his yeah. dad looks like if you've never seen it you just like i know kind of what he's drawing and then it's just like all right now that i've got that out of the way so you don't have to be like well i wonder what kind of dad it looks like there's a certain kind of like there's certain words that mean like, like he has a good understanding of words. Like, I don't know if that's just from like being, you know, like growing up religious or like, cause I mean, the, the way the Bible describes things kind of like, if you know how to do that biblical wording, sometimes I do that in my jokes. Cause I spend so much time in the church because there's a lot of storytelling. Like how do you keep people invested? Sometimes word, like every word matters in a stand up set. So if I say like, there's one joke where I was doing it where like an old man, he was, um, he would open for us in Minneapolis, like the first show. And then I didn't see him for the last two shows. And so I was like, yo, I don't know what happens to him. Like, does he go outside, take his head off, and he just dissipates? Like, dissipate is just funny. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just like, because I was like, I could have said vaporize, but it wouldn't have been yeah, like disappear. Disappear wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Yeah, just dissipate. They're just like, okay, that's a good. And you, it's so funny. You do one show and you say disappear and it gets a laugh. And then the next show, you keep everything exactly the same, but you yeah. say dissipate. And all of a sudden, it's like, I could close on this. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, it's amazing how much difference one word makes. That's one of the things I really enjoy about when we write our ads for this. We do that dumb thing every yeah. week. And uh, the difference it makes to change, you know, piece of chicken to morsel of chicken or whatever. Yeah, like it, it, it makes it so much more fun and more places for people to laugh and or whatever. Yeah, or so. Viola. Put that in there. Yeah, Viola. Viola. Yeah. Y'all knew I'm well, going to read that. Cause <laughs> I've known both of y'all for several years. <laughs> well, I, I, I Googled how do you spell Voila. Yeah, you dropped all those landmines in there. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just, like, I didn't even know that. But here's, but also, I don't know. I don't, I've just recently started learning more and more about like certain like, because I didn't, like, I don't know, it wasn't all, I didn't grow up around a lot of like Italians when I was growing up. So it was just like, like certain, like, I didn't know that like, the last name of the meal, like that's the kind of pasta it was. Like, so Alfredo, like I think everything is just like Alfredo. I didn't know that was just like the, like whatever's in, you know what I'm saying? I had no idea. Like I know spaghetti, I thought the spaghetti was anything with this red sauce and spaghetti. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's what it is. Like, no, you can have like this, but like, where's the red sauce? You know what I'm saying? It's not spaghetti. Like you, but it's like, I didn't, I had no word. You could have like, like spaghetti Alfredo. Yeah. Like, what? Spaghetti Alfredo. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, I'm making Alfredo. Like it's like, like but with spaghetti noodles. It's like, no, then you're making just, <laughs> it just, I don't know. It throws me off. Yeah. Um, you're, so good on social. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love that. 100%. I love when he's like, you've got 
more friends than anybody? Yes, I do. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Very popular. TikTok, it's been popping off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so glad. I've been a proponent of this for years. I'm like, comics, post. Y'all, y'all are right. And you're, you're just so naturally funny. You're acting so good. We were talking about this um, before you got here. Just like the uh, crazy friend one. Yeah. But it is one. just the most like sincere... Looks like you're about to have a mental break in the car, <laughs> and it just crushes. Um, I want to be the person who's like my neighbor because there's like there's a window directly in front of me that's not my like apartment complex, and it's not the first time I do those because I'll do it and I'll watch it. I was like, not manic enough. Like, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? like, for sure. <laughs> oh, I know, I know that. I just do it over and over until you get it. Um, is that going to be a priority for you? Are you trying to like post regularly now? I I am. So uh, m- one of my very best friend. Um, like especially like comedy wise, like Cam Bertrand, who's like big in Florida, is on mm-hmm. America's Got Talent. Like, so I had like this spill because I was first I was a GM at a car wash for like a long time, and then they wanted me to like move up and quit comedy, and I told them no. And I don't know if you ever told somebody rich no, they kind of get rid of you mm-hmm. after that. Uh, they, they go from like you're irreplaceable to be like anybody can do it. <laughs> <laughs> so they they asked me to get up out of there, and I did, and then I was like. Working, I was feeding like Afghan refugees in Indianapolis. Like I was gone for like a couple months doing that, and that was like really great. So I came back because we lost the contract for that one. So I've just been sitting around, and so I was like freaking. And so Cam was like, "Bro, do something." He was like, "Hey, go out there and just try." Because I would post stand up clips, but sometimes like there's different ways. To, like the same thing, how you intro yourself is kind of different. So like if everybody's posting stand up clips, I don't want to do that. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't want to do it. And so the funniest things that my friends ever say is like when I'm just like, they'll, they'll do it on purpose. Like they'll just get, there's so many videos they have, like just in case, like just I ever talk like crap about them that they'll just like release where I'm just ranting about something that makes no sense. Yeah. But he's just like, dude, why don't you do that? Cause I'm, I'm already doing that on stage. I was like, I'll just do it in my car. Mm-hmm. And so whatever is the first thing that I like took off, I just kept putting out different kind of things. That was the first thing that took off. And I was just like, all right, they just like it when I yell in my car, I'm going to give them what they want. I'll keep yelling in my car. That's easy <laughs> for just, you. Right. Just keep coming in here. Yeah. Just yelling about things. Nobody was thinking about like if you're trash or not. Like, it's just like, cause those things actually do piss me off. Like when people say, oh, yeah. like they'll, they'll be like, oh, I just ate a three day old chocolate bar. I'm so trash. And it's like, bro, no, you're not. Mm. Like, you know, it's like when you find it underneath your bed and you smell it to see if it's still good and you bite it anyway, like that's when you're actually trash. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> cause I did that earlier. No. <laughs> when you got to smell your underwear before you put them on. Like, you oh don't, man. That's, man. that's, 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 that's trash. The percent of time when I smell clothes to see if I can wear them, the percent of time that I'm like, no, I can't wear this is so low. <laughs> I don't know what I would have to smell to be like, Let oh, it, that, no. that means one of two things. Either you're not that smelly and your clothes are clean mm-hmm. or you're disgusting. Yeah, I have no a idea. Low threshold. Doesn't matter. No, he's engaged. You know, okay. He's the, am I going to see Anna today? Yeah. No, then like I'm not, I'm not anybody to impress. Yeah. When you have nothing to prove. You gotta, and she's not going to back out also, now. Also, why isn't this woman doing my laundry? <laughs> Oof. I've met her and Let's I'm, I'm scared her. <laughs> I know it's the first thing we're cutting out. <laughs> Probably because she has a real job. <laughs> Let it ride. Yes. Also a lawyer. She's not going to watch this. She's a lawyer, but she would. Um, she does not have trouble being assertive. Yeah. So. Now you say that to her, she'll end you. Yeah. Yeah, she'll. Well, that's that, that's that yin yang. That's that. Um, yin yang twins. <laughs> yin yang twins. That's the judgment. Like, you got to have somebody like pushing it. So yeah. that does make yep. sense. Because I've. I'm kind of the same way in certain so like I know that like I'm very aggressive when it just comes to like trash talking. I just love trash talking, but like 
I'm also like a giant baby with like I will never send back food. I don't care how wrong yeah. the order is. Like I was just like, let me just get the check. Let me just get about here. Yep. Like don't make a scene about it. Don't go get your manager. Like I don't want to bother anybody at work ever. Oh, like, yeah, no. I just I never want to bother anybody. Same. Like because I mean that's that's the thing. Like the worst thing. Like because. You know, people like like ancient Greece. They were talking about like, the afterlife. Like the if you were bad, like that's whatever. Like your worst inconveniencing me is the best way to get me pissed off. <laughs> like it's just like in, any inconvenience. Like I'm ready to quit. Like if I was on the way here and I couldn't find the slides that I wanted, I would just be like, I, they don't want me there. <laughs> God didn't have that in his plans for me. Like I can't. So if I feel like I'm inconveniencing somebody else, like I just won't do it. Like I'll just be like, oh, bro, they probably had a long day, you know, because I've been that bartender where I turn around for to the seventh time being like. You said vodka tonic, right? Yeah. And they're like, no, vodka soda. And it's like, okay, gin and soda, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> like, <I'm> just... <laughs> well, it's funny. We were talking, we had a different episode a few weeks ago with Dave Barnes, and he was asking us, what, what's the one thing you're like irrationally confident in about yourself? And Aaron, tell him what yours was. As a karaoke? Yeah, but the, that you're going to be somebody's best table of the day at a restaurant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to make servers days. Yeah. <laughs> but not... You don't want to, uh, yeah, we not going over the top. You won't know, like, you won't know until, like, you'll never know because it's after you tip. That's true. That's yeah. true. So that's, that's why I was tipped before the show. Yeah. Smart. You know, Smart. So, like, that's why, like, before So you're anybody, still hanging around, but you know they love you. Yeah. So it's just like, but it's also, like, it's a, a better tip at the beginning. So then I also get, like, because I also don't want the bartenders serving drinks during my set. So, like, if I come in, like, all the bars that I did before, like I would get to the show an hour early. So nobody's in the bar yet. They're just setting up. And I'm mm. just like, Hey, what's up, man? It's just like, it was like, Oh man. So we just, we just get to talk. Don't even tell them I'm a comic yet. Like, you know what I mean? Just sit there, talk to them, just, you know, get to another day. Cause the same thing I used to do in high school to get extra food at lunch is that I'll just say, what's up to the lunch ladies. Cause it's like, I'm treating them like a person. Yep. So then I'll just order one drink and then I'll just leave a 20, you know? And that's like an 80% tip. And I just like, it's like, nah, bro, you got a long night. Just, you know, I'll just see you when I see. so then every time I go to the bar like I'm priority you know and then so then when they see when they finally call me up on stage that bartender's not serving anymore so if they're not serving everybody at the bar has to turn around hmm. there's no extra noise during this set so like because there's just like if somebody if everybody's staring one direction you're gonna have to turn your head and so it's just like that's why I tipped before because it's just gonna be like oh that's a dude that gave me like the edit. oh he is cool let's see what you know what I mean like Whoa. I'm not gonna do it yeah so then everybody ends up turning around Look at all these mind games you're playing over here. Well, I, got, I do have a degree in philosophy. <laughs> like, I study people. Like, that's just what... Wow. You're yeah. a social ninja. You have a degree yeah. in philosophy? Mm-hmm. Wow. So you're talking about finding out about Anthony's engineering degree. Philosophy? Yeah, yeah man, I love that's ethics. Awesome. I love ethics. Wow. Cool. Um, that's... I wish I had, like, an ethics question to ask, but that's how little I'm, I know. Um, how about that, uh, that John Locke guy, you know? Who's that? He's a philosopher. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I remember that. I took Ethics 101, <laughs> Auburn University. Oh, so okay. okay. I, I get it. I thought you were saying the dude from Lost. Oh, he's named after the philosopher, oh. I believe. Obviously. I got nothing. Um, Dedrick, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, this is the last question I like to ask. What is your well, email? Well, before that, okay. uh, where can people find you? Well, I was going to ask after. Well, yeah, what's coming up? Are you doing another album? Yeah. Uh, well, no, we, we will be doing... Uh, so we're shooting... Uh, two shorts. Okay. And so then we'll... Like short films? Yeah, short films. Cool. And then we're doing like... A, so we're, I'm going to start doing like a, a big creative content like night. Um, very here... Like like very soon we'll just basically like uh, all the comedians that like 
like if like if they're working on like a project, like if I know they also have like a short or something like they're working mm-hmm. on them, I'll have them come do stand up and then we'll show the shorts and like whatever I've been working on that I haven't put out and some things that are like um like Tesh run things, like some of the the cartoons that I'm working on that like we might just be shopping. Like so we're gonna just like it's a one time we watch it like and then like you can't like have another replay. Yeah, cool. So there's like there's a lot of things we're working on there because I, I want to start bringing in like more of the art culture that that that's how, when I started comedy and like when I grew up in Atlanta that's what it was is that like all everybody knew everybody so it's like I know so many like all of my a lot of my friends are in bands a lot of my friends like do art like like they have like great art concepts but it's like they don't everybody doesn't have the thing so if I could start putting these events together how it used to be where they used to have like a live painter and three comics and you know people come over there and show their shorts and then after that we have like bands or like rappers come up or like different things like start blending in the communities so that we can keep the art side of the community where it's not we're just doing the same stand-up showcase 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 every time so we're trying to I'm just trying to bring all that back together like do like the whole community of like art like together, so I'm working with a lot of a lot of bluegrass bands. I'm doing parody bluegrass bands right now. We're doing a parody blues album. We're doing goodness, uh, yeah. So I'm working on a lot of things. <laughs> That's so much going on. I'm well, a madman, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you are, dude. And your handle is Daddy Fatstacks. Daddy Fatstacks. That's on right. TikTok and Instagram. And there's a picture of your uh, flyer for the hissing booth on there if people want to check that yeah, out. It's they, wonderful. Listen, I do the internet once. I, I actually sold a lot of internet hissing booths. Like, so people just like, hey, can you hiss it? My mom for her birthday. So I'll make a like little video for them. Like a cameo. Like, yeah. 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 Like, hissing cameo. cameo? Yeah. That's great. What's your rate for that if any of our listeners want to hire you for um, a hiss? D- depending on how long they want the video. Um, how, how long's the hiss? Yeah. How yeah. much? How much? Short. What's Oomph, this? Do you want behind the hit? Thirty second video, twenty second hit. It depends on who it's for. Like if it's for like a, like like your mom or something like that, I'm not going to charge you a lot. But if you're just like, hey, the art department, <laughs> like it's probably like five dollars. <laughs> like yeah. Or you could tip. I was charge things for a dollar because it's, it's three seconds out of my day. Even though I'm going to make it seem like. Like I'm just like in my bubble. Like, oh, I can't believe I have to do this hissing video yeah. for money. Got to turn on my <laughs> ring light so I can hiss. <laughs> well, you have you had any weird requests yet? You know, like people asking for feet pics, but you're like, nah. I'll pay you whatever you want as long as dude, you kiss at me. I wish. Listen, there's a lot of things that I say that I won't do, but there, there's definitely a price line for it too. Hundred percent. Like there's, there's, there's some things that are just off, completely off the table, and the other ones are just like I just don't know the going rate, so I can't put it on the table. Like yeah. you don't want to be, like I don't want to be doing like the first person to see him feet pick would probably got like two dollars. Yeah. And then like he's just like, oh, I'll never do this again. And then like now he's just like, I could have had a mark. <laughs> <laughs> Had a vacation home. <laughs> Feetpick underscore Daddy Fat Stacks. At Daddy Fat Stacks. At hotmail.com. M A L E. One of my favorite. <laughs> One of my favorite things is that you had wristbands made, like Livestrong style, that yeah. were gonna, supposed to say at Deddy Fat Stacks, but it, they they misprinted yeah. them and they say Desdy Fat Stacks. Yeah. 2087 you, wristbands. And you still sold them? Yeah. <laughs> A dude bought like six hundred in Memphis. Like what? he was like, hey, "How many? How many do you have in your bag? I'm giving you a thousand dollars. I don't care." And I was like, "I was like, all right, cool." And he said, "Like, I really want to get rich and famous for him. Like, you know what I mean? Just so he could sell that. Like, he's got like just somebody told you that like the Jordan one. Like, don't try to sell him now because I, him, like, I won't even buy stock in you, kinda. Yeah, yeah, dude. He Whoa. he did it. He probably <laughs> that he probably got home and he sobered up and he was like, who? 
is Desby? <laughs> yeah, and, and he tries to look you up on Instagram. <laughs> it does, it's not even a real account. Well, it is a real account. Scammed. Cam Bertrand made it. He like he made the account and he won't give me the password for Desby Fed. Yeah, he was like, you have to cash at me twenty two dollars. Like he's like he's like like my friends are all bidding for it. And I was like, yo, come on, dude. I'll give you, I'll send you fourteen dollars. How much is Dedrick paying for that that tag? He won't give it to me. Well. Well, I know a lawyer you can use if you ever need to. I'm not going to take sue this to the next step. We have we have six matching tattoos. I can't sue him. <laughs> you and you, yeah, I do. I, I his his family loves me too much. His, his you and Cam have six matching tattoos. Yeah. Wow, that's intense. Y'all are gonna have to like get buried together or something. I think. I mean, we we looked into the bump bit coffin, so we're just trying to pick on like, <laughs> top, what we want. Top versus bottom. I, I like. I know everybody wants a car bed, but I want like a car coffin. Yeah, I think I want like a Batman car, like, a race car coffin. Yeah, like Paul be... Walker hat. But you can just get yeah. jeez. No. Yep. Yeah. A lot. A lot of people actually have car coffins. <laughs> Princess Diana, almost Tiger Woods. It's popular. Yeah. You can get a pretty good deal. Oh my gosh, that was so uh, terrible. What? Oh man, that's the funniest thing you ever heard. <laughs> Dedrick, what is your email sign off? What do you put uh, right before your name at the end of an email? Uh, Dedrick C Flynn at gmail.com. You put your email address at the bottom of the email. Oh, uh, <laughs> now what's your sign off? Like, oh, would you I like, I've never, I've never had, I've never had like a, like a great job. I'll just, it's over with. You, you put it's over, it's over <laughs> with, it's, it's done. Like, when you it's over it, with, it's just out. It, like, yeah, maybe I should probably do something like, uh, where's that or something like that? I don't know. I gotta think of something. I, okay, I didn't think about I like it's over with. It's over with. That just lets them know the email's over. Stop reading. Stop scrolling. Stop reading in cursive. Like in the calligraphy. I'll get my little brother to do it because he studied calligraphy. Just get stop reading. Just I'll just send that as an invitation to my comedy shows now. And like kind of like how they do like a save the day. I'll start doing that for like my big headline shows. Just like stop reading. Just Dedrick Flynn at stop reading. I like it. That's great. All right. Oh, well, stop reading. It's over with. Over with. No.